This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the show is about... Good evening, welcome to another edition of the Sunday Night Debrief after a disastrous um, goal up north um, to Hull City, which if you didn't know, I will give you a fact on Hull City, what I found out the other day being 48, I did not know this until um, Friday night, uh, thanks to T from Hoff on uh, on Twitter, but yeah, hey-ho, we'll do that one. In a bit, keep listening. Uh, remember to touch that like button if you are watching us on YouTube, if you're watching us on Twitter. Hello, why not just give it a repost? Um, good evening, Stephen. I'm trying to do this as best I can without crunching down on a hula hoop I've got in my mouth, which I didn't realise <laughs> we were going live as quickly as it did. So, yeah, so speak and then I can crunch. <laughs> uh, evening, guys. Hope all of you are well. Uh, there's a few comments in the chat. Um, I have thrown you under the bus for the lateness of the show as well. And there's a few comments in relation to that. Um, I'm sure we'll get into <laughs> That is one of the comments, funny enough. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get into it a bit more uh, as the show goes on. But but yesterday was, um, it was a tough watch uh, uh, and another disappointing defeat. Do you still need me to talk because you're uh, crunching away over there? He's muted himself now as well to make sure that it don't come through on his mic. Um, yeah, so um, lots of comments. Mickey's going to get to them uh, as and when he's he's finished on, on his hula hoops. Um, I'll cut a couple of names. Peter, John, Stephen, Paul Evening, uh, Andrew, Connor, a lot of regular names in there. So really good that you've, you've joined us again. Um, Starting point, I think there's a lot of people that will blame individuals, uh, different individuals. I'm sure there'll be lots of discussion point on this, but the goal, um, the, the goal, some people have blamed Wes Harding, some people have blamed um, Matty Sarkic. Uh, personally, I think it's harsh on, on Sarkic. I don't, people are saying he gets up slowly, but the guy's hit the shot like an absolute thunderbolt. He's ended up outside of the goalpost. Um, and, and then obviously Philogene, it's handball. Uh, we, we're never going to get anything like that. Um, 
you're just not going to get it and uh, for the gene scores but for me it's it's on Wes Harding I don't know what's gone wrong with him I think there's a case of he scored a couple of goals from centre half he's come in and people have gone why hasn't he been playing why hasn't he been playing I was watching the game yesterday um, and texted my dad and said that I think I understand why Gary Rowett wasn't picking Wes Harding now because mistakes after mistakes keep happening and unfortunately um with this the 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 situation we're in we can't keep carrying him along not bad was it you've done that for about two and a half minutes then yeah now i need a breath <laughs> yeah yeah that's it that's it um <clears throat> i think harding's harding has good and bad i think it's what we said before when it with harding if hutch is there then he seems to be okay when hutch ain't there same as with cooper when hutch ain't there then um, him and Cooper seems to have, you know, um, shit games, to be fair. Um, where are we? Josh, um, give me a couple of um, positives then from yesterday, fella. Because um, I'm damn sure that if I ask people to give us some negatives from tomorrow, we'll probably outweigh it. So um, I don't think it's 50-50. I think, look, right, let's not... I, I saw... Let's come back to these in a set. We let's go back to Mark's one there. You know, evening guys. How long until the um, Joe Edwards brigade starts moaning to get him out? I don't think we're there. I don't think. Well, we're not there. I'm not there. Stephen might be. I'm not there. Um, I think this is what we're seeing is a learning curve. But the problem is, is that it's sort of you know an ex player said to me, you know, it's a bit like a blind leading the blind to a degree. You've got obviously someone who's never been in this position before and knows what he wants to do and he's capable of doing it. But if the board ain't going to make those investments or give him, you know, give him the purse to be able to do it, then pretty much he's fucking, you know, he's pretty much um, up the river, up the Swanee without a paddle in it or whatever it's called. But yeah, it's, it's pretty much, you know, it don't matter what he wants to do. If we're not giving him the investment, then um, he has to pretty much find homegrown players what are going to be able to do the task he wants to do. Uh, and that's the slightly worrying bit. Five at the back like Rowett, but playing out from the back very badly. Yes. If you watched Hull yesterday, they showed you how it was done. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, even if that meant tippy-tappy between the Goldie and their two, um, you know, their two defenders there, it literally was uh, a masterclass in how to play out from the back. Before you knew it, they were through us you know, it. we just didn't close down. And when we did have the ball, we spent more time passing backwards than we did fucking forwards. So you're sort of like, what do you do? Where do you go? What do you say? Um, the, big, the big thing with the big those. thing with playing out from the back, just on that, and I, I don't know what the guy's thoughts are on this. Playing out from the back isn't the problem. Mm. It's who you're asking to play out from the back is the problem if you look at Hull, there was a clip that went round I, I it was a whole fan that initially shared it and i think phil clark on twitter made a comment he shared it himself as well right yeah. they play out from the back and if i think it's philogene if he actually plays a pass in behind down our right hand side they've got someone in on goal starting the yeah. move from their goalkeeper yeah it's the movement that you need and the speed of play that you need to play out from the back. You have to have willing players to come and collect the ball, turn on it and have options to go to and from. 
Our yeah. problem is, is that our defenders, one, we don't really, I don't really think, or maybe Tanganga, which it's hard to tell, but I thought he's, I think he started a bit um, iffy, if I'm honest, might have the ability to do it. But if you, yeah, but he's if not match fit. He hasn't played since. No, no, I know. For fuck's sake. So no, uh, I know. I'm not but... going to have. I'm not going to have getting on him or the other new lad because they've just not been match fit. No, they're not, and that's right. But you're still asking them to come into a team that's low on confidence and asking them to play away. That's what I'm saying. Oh. It's not, I'm not saying it's his fault. Forget the, but, no, 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 Listen, Mickey, no, 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 but they're not asked to play football from the back. You're asking two players that have never been asked really to play football in Cooper and Harding, and you're asking Tanganga, who has been in the Champions League, who, but he's unfit. So they're free. They're free players that are thinking, "What are we doing? We're not. We're not confident. We're not. We're not able to do but this, this how we same, want them to." This is the same thing what Joe picked up on the group chat yesterday, wouldn't it? Where he turned around and said, "Realistically, they get paid shitloads of money. There's no football player on that pitch should have a bad foot." Do you know what I mean? It shouldn't be a... Yeah, but it's not about... It should be it's not... just finish off. And to be honest, Bradshaw should have finished that yesterday. Yeah, but that's a completely different issue. You're asking six foot four, six foot five centre-halves to play football. And then when they've got the ball at their feet, I love Casper and I love um, Savile, but it didn't work yesterday. They don't have the movement. They don't have, they don't have the ability to do what Holes players did. So you're asking players, you're asking a lot of players to do a lot of things, you know, that they're not comfortable with. I don't blame Joe Edwards for that because he's trying to implement his style. The problem is, is that he's working with players that are not good enough to do it and they're not confident enough to do it. Sarkic is someone who's probably played out from the back at Wolves and is comfortable doing it. He is passing the ball to those centre-halves and thinking, what the hell is going on? It, it's it, it that that's that is a criticism. I, I I'm not I'm not against Joe Edwards. I think that he is someone that can really take this team forward, given a fair crack and a fair opportunity. But at the moment, there is a there is a, a point in perhaps looking at what our strengths actually are in this team and trying to play to them. Because at the moment we're not doing that, and other teams are going. All right, then we'll pick you off. Hull could have no, had four or five I mean, in the look, first half yesterday. I mean, and. Ant's on here, right? Ant runs basically does what we do for Hull. We done a we done a joint thing with the with the live the other day. Ant knows his football really, really well. I mean, you know, if need be, if Ant's about in a minute, maybe we'll get him on and he can sit there and think. But Hull, Hull are much better. I mean, to be fair, let's be honest here. Yeah, out of all the champion sides, championship sides in this transfer window, Hull has second to none done the best. They fucking had an unbelievable window compared to anyone else. They pretty much rebuilt their fucking whole team, haven't they? Oh, yeah. And, and it shows. They've invested in the squad. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that you can't play against them. Because in the second half, I thought we played all right. And OK, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best half of football under Edwards. And it took us a while to have a chance on goal. But I thought we played OK and actually grew into the game. But that's because we stopped laughing around with it in our own box and, and, and playing around and try to be a little bit more, um, what's the word, a little bit more dynamic on the ball. It, you know, it's not going to work all the time. I think, no, look, I get that. And I, and Bailey, this isn't about Edwards. This is about making sure that the players who go out there want to fucking do it. 100%. There seems to be, the problem, 
I don't think is Edwards as such. I think the problem is, is that for some unknown reason, the players just aren't fully, fully committed. And, and that's the bit I can't get to understand because, you know, you can look at it and go, yeah, they are, they are, you know, that player is or that player is. I mean, look at Fleming. Fleming suddenly knows he ain't going nowhere. All of a sudden, we've got a different Fleming now. Well, you say, uh, look, I, I, Fleming is he's someone fucking a lot better than what he was a month ago. Hey, no, well, yeah, okay, but I got slaughtered for talking about how he was in the Leicester game. That was right at the beginning of the transfer window, and everyone said that he had a really good game then. I thought I thought Zian Fleming was our best player yesterday. I thought he actually looked like he cared. He looked like he was trying. He was bothered about the result. Yeah, okay, give a couple of silly fouls away, but in an in an attempt to win the ball back and try to make something happen. People said he should have done better with his effort. I thought the chip was the right way to go. I thought he was incredibly unlucky not to score uh, from it. Um, but it, it's it's not about it's not and and that's that there from David. For as good as Hull were on the ball and as for as bad as we were, Matty Sarkic had nothing to do apart from pick the ball out of, of his net once. I totally agree with you. But the problem is, is that that's great. But dragging out nil-nil games when all the team, all the opposition teams need is one chance and they score, that's going to fuck us for, for every game. Oh, it we will. Need to but... be able to, we need to be able to score at least two. I mean... Ant's come on there again. Look, Ant's turned around and said, for me, it seems like there's a style we we're trying to incorporate with players who just can't do it. But oh, we said and this all it. along. We said uh, this under this Rowick is, too. But this is my point. When we played Middlesbrough at home a few weeks ago, we come out of the traps absolutely flying. I thought against uh, we scored really early against Preston. Against, against Leicester, we had chances. We set up yesterday and for whatever reason, the players went out there and completely fell apart. And if you're falling apart by playing it out from the back and not getting anywhere, you've got to change it. You can't just play that way for 45 minutes. We did that in the second half. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Every every transfer window. Yeah, but okay. But in this transfer window, we signed players in positions that we needed to strengthen. We needed another centre-half, we needed another striker, and we needed a winger. We've all said that they've all either got injuries or they've not played before. We've done this, that, and the other. I agree that perhaps in a window where you're... It, I mean, the, the club won't ever come out and say it, that we're looking like we're, we're going to be ch- at the bottom of the towards the bottom of the league fighting for our lives. But they're not going to come out and say that. So maybe they should have looked in a slightly different a slightly different way, but the players have all bought in Tanganga, Champions League experience, Obafemi scored goals at this level, a young prospect, someone who we might look to try and set on in the future. They're, they're players that add value to this team, but when they're filling in and they're playing against other players that can't play or are not good enough um, to play. And also you're asking players like Tanganga and Obafemi, both of them are, are, are a prime example. They haven't played enough football. And they're being thrown in. And like I said, with Tanganga, he he wasn't good yesterday, but I'm not blaming it on him. But he is playing with two centre-halves that are absolutely shocking and is is expected to be able to drag them along with him. That's not going to work. Oh, I totally agree. Look, Stevens, Stevens, it's about the third time he said this, So, and I'll put everyone up, so, you know, it is what it is. But Stevens sits there and says, two players that have barely played for over a year and an 18-year-old from League Two. Uh, and I, I agree. The 18... 
the 18 year old from League Two, that is more of a longer term thing. The fact he's going to play it at the moment is is the sign of the times. But I can get what he's trying to do. The two other lads, Obafemi could only play 45 minutes and Tanganga has had injury problems. I get it and it is frustrating, but it's not on them. It's on the rest of the players that Edwards has got at his disposal. Uh, mm-hmm. One other thing that, I mean, I, I know we've, we've come off of the game yesterday, but it's something that I've, I really feel needs to be spoken about. And it is a criticism of Joe Edwards. And I would like to see what the listeners think of this. Since uh, Ryan Leonard got injured in the Leicester game, mm-hmm. was taken off, we haven't won. Sean Hutchinson got injured in the Bristol City game. We haven't won since he's been mm-hmm. out of the side. Hutchinson was different because it was done in the Bristol City game. Why did he risk Ryan Leonard in a cup game when it's a free hit? Because now we're, we we are so reliant on getting Hutchinson and Leonard back in this team because the others are just not good enough. Uh, that's something that that that's really bugging me because at the moment we are desperately missing Ryan Leonard. Desperately. Dan, Dan Riggs has got a thing in there. Square pegs, round holes. Half the team can't string five passes together. And looks like they don't know each other's game. It does look like they've never played together at all. We can have one game where they're on fire, where you know, tippy tap, fucking one twos, everything. So on, on on the nail. And then the next game, it's as if they've all been fucking, you know, been on fucking men in black, mate, and had their fucking memories wiped, and they're like, Oh, who are you? Do you know what I mean? What position do you play in then? Do you know what I mean? Where where do I go? It's, I'm not blaming Edwards at all. I just think Edwards is is being is I I think personally Edwards is probably got his arms taped up behind his back at the minute with with regards to recruitment. There's probably he's probably got a big list of players he wants, and the club's probably going, yeah, no, we can't do that. Yeah, no. No, we can't get that one. No, 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 we can't get that one. There's an 18-year-old we could get though for the future if you fancy developing him. Yep, okay. Or we've got two players we can get basically cheaper because they haven't played for a year. David agrees with me there. Low and confidence kind of it. They're great men. They're, 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 they are professional football players. Surely... Yeah, but there's not... You can't, the... you can't just be going, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not scoring because no. I'm low that's like saying it's not, it's not about not scoring. Doing, I, can't though, doing, I can't be doing a show tonight because uh, my confidence shot. You know it's I mean? not Someone about not scoring, though, mate. It's not. It's not about not scoring, though. No, You're asking, it's about not Jake being Cooper, able to fucking attack. Look at Jake Cooper. He's six foot five, six foot six. Never been asked to play football before, and he's been exposed every single week because of it. What do you mean he's never been asked to play football before? He's fucking played professional football. He's been at the club what seven years. He knows how to. And play under Neil football. Harris, and under Neil Harris, and predominantly Gary, or under predominantly Neil Harris, he was asked to play a diagonal to Steve Morrison. He was not asked to have the ball at his feet and come out from the back with it and play and actually play. Oh, come football. on, come on. Listen, that excuse. Listen. No, right. it's not. Stephen, it's Stephen, not. Stephen, Stephen, it's Stephen, not. Stephen, Stephen. When did when did Morrison leave? Yeah, I, I'm not saying. I'm not no, saying. No. When did Morrison? But leave? You, you're just you're just putting down what I'm saying. If you if you actually look at Jake Cooper, he is not a ball playing centre back, and he's been asked to play in that role. Anybody okay. can see it. Anybody Fuck can see it. So, get one who can. I think that Joe Edwards probably will get rid of Jake Cooper. 
in the summer. He can't get rid of him now because he's under a contract and probably the club would ask for too much money. But he is one that won't be here anymore. That's probably why, I mean, I, I, it's probably why we've got other players in the squad that are not going to be here at the end of the season because they're not good enough to play the way that Joe Edwards want us to. We've said so many times, and you've agreed on the show, we've got seven players that were signed under Neil Harris playing a completely different style of football. And now we're asking exactly. them to, to play like Barcelona. But, Bar- but now we're asking them to play like Barcelona. And yeah, we can't do it. You put the fingers right, right? It's like, it, it's like, and I know Connor's taking the piss here to a degree, but Connor's right. If you're getting paid 20 grand a week to play for Millwall, okay, it might yeah. not be that. Say 15, 20 grand a week, yeah? You're playing 90 minutes maybe 180 minutes per week and mm. two hours training every other day, right? And you get fucking weighted on hand and foot. So, which you do, you know, people will fucking book your dry cleaning in and book mm. this in and do this and do that, right? Surely when you are playing, you'll go out of your way to play to the best of your ability. I mean, fuck me. Pay me 20 grand a week and I'll run through brick walls so. Together. So are you saying that the players are not trying to play at the best of their ability? They're not trying. To a degree. To a so degree, the, yeah. So the players are not trying. I don't think it's that they're not trying. I just don't think that they're good enough to play the style of football. And I've that, that doesn't mean you're not trying. I would Stephen, try it, but I'm not good enough to play football. I'm not good Stephen, enough to do it. You pay me 20 grand a week. I've never in my life welded, but you pay me 20 grand, I'll learn how to fucking weld for you. Yeah, they I are get football that. players, right? We're not asking, listen, right? We're not saying to them, you are professional football players. I now want you to come and be a scratch golfer, or I want you to be a a, a professional test fucking cricket, cricketer. These are things what these kids, these fellas have done all their life. Yeah. Not asking them to do anything different. What you're saying is, is uh, yes, they're professional football players, but they can't play football, but they can. They just need to be able to do it. If they actually figured out, right, okay, so we look at this game, right, you're in defence, you're in defence, right, we've got to stop the ball getting to you, we're going to fucking hold it here, we're going to pass it to to you, and you're going to take it forward. Because there's people in the team, if you're not good enough, then it's like, look at our pod, right? Let's look at our pod and think everybody's, everybody's fit, yeah? It's not, you know, it's not... Chris with his feet or with his knee and all that, right? We know damn well, me and you, that we're not going to be able to run with the ball. Yeah? We might be able to stick a ball in the net, but we're not going to be able to run with the ball. So we would give the ball to Ben, Dan, Omar, fucking Chris, say, yeah? they. We know that they could probably run better than what we can, yeah? And then that's it. It's, it's just got you use... You'll, you'll figure out what the weaknesses are and what the strengths are and go... Yeah, but you're, right, what you're not taking this. into account is that you're also up against opposition who players who are predominantly better than you. Most of the teams we come up in this division have got players that are better than our players. You just summed it up there. So the big problem is, is that it's not the fact that they can't play football. It's the fact that realistically, what we need to do in a transfer window is buy a psychologist who will fucking implant that we want that underdog mentality back in our team where nobody is better than us and we will just go out and try. Because yeah, at the moment, I, they're not. But you could tell you could tell people that you're the best thing since sliced bread. If you don't have the ability to be a ball-playing centre-back and you've got someone that's on you, like Hull were yesterday, you're going to get found out. 
you can walk out on the pitch for a million dollars. It don't make a difference when someone is on at you, wins the ball back and they go and score from it. It don't matter. Or Jake Cooper, he's left one on one. Or every everybody in this league knows that if much like the goal against Preston a couple of weeks ago, Joe Bryan was we were attacking and Bryan was was I wouldn't say out of position, but he was further up the pitch. We lost the ball and the guy could just run past Jake Cooper like he wasn't even there. That's so, look, this is what So as a coach, you want a style, but the players can't do it. So the coach, if he is any good, needs to change his approach to use the players in the way they can play. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah look, and I, I'll get this, Andy. So Hull um, did have sixty-eight million pounds worth of talent on the pitch, though. And so, what, what do you mean, I, and I though? What, how, what and, do you mean, and? If we if we played Man City every week, would you turn? If we were playing Manchester City, would you turn around and go, "I oh, don't matter, don't matter." They got Kevin De Bruyne, don't matter. They got Jack Grealish. You got it. Of course, of course, it matters. Man City's <laughs> a one billion one billion pound team. It doesn't matter. Whole Hull's team is worth way more than ours and are a better player than ours. And when you're right, asking people... Here we, here we go, here we go, here we go. At the weekend, Newcastle United, yeah? Been on fire recently, mate. Fucking got good players, been on fire, yeah? They drew with Tim Pot Luton 4 all. And do you know why they drew 4 all? Because fucking Luton wanted it. Luton fucking had a dog in that fight and they fucking weren't going to let it go. And they kept on going and kept on going and kept on going. And that's why Luton got it. And it's as simple as that. Football is about two halves. You play five a side. And some weeks when you play five a side, you've got a team who's fucking mustard. But you figure a way out to fucking make sure that you block out one of them so that then they're not that mustard. Me personally, when I played five aside and the kids what were better or the fellas what were better than me who thought they were fucking Diego Maradona and whatnot, a quick shoulder into the side fencing soon fucking made them slow down. Yeah, but we can't you can't just do that at at, at championship level. No, football. but there's ways around it. Do you get what I'm saying? If you want something hard enough, yeah, don't you make you a better player. Don't you make don't you have a better to player, be the mate. best player in the world. No, you I'm just not saying have you have to, have to be have the best. Yeah, um, but you need so, heart. You're, so you're saying that our that none of our players have heart and care. That's what you're saying. I don't think it's that. I just don't think we're good enough to play the system that Joe Edwards wants us to play. What do you think? Let, let get in the comments, mate. I'm trying to get through your comments as quick as possible. What do What do you think? Do you think realistically that a, re, a football player you should be doing what you're paid to do? And if you're not that good a player, then realistically. You know, if you had the heart and courage to go out and just do what needed to be done. Heart and courage don't win your games of football. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. 
There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Don't. It might win you a couple, but it don't win you enough at this level to keep you in the division. Done Leicester okay though, didn't it? Leicester aren't playing with heart. No, but when they won the when they won the title, they did with heart. That's what yeah, they went yeah, out they and did. done it for. And it was and it was five thousand to one, and it's never going to be sin again. No, but it's what I'm saying so, is is that you're saying that you know if you shit then in, in football if you you're just not that good. You can't do. Football is all about a chance. It's 90 minutes on the pitch. You just need to make sure that you are just slightly better, regardless of what that is. Do you know what I mean? That's that's Isn't that that's what it is? Football I is, think... yes, it's about skill, but it's also about luck. No, but you say that. You say that. Leicester haven't been lucky this season. They've got a no, better squad than everybody I'm else. About when, yeah, look, now, but I'm on about when they won the Prem. No one saw it coming. Yeah, it no, they didn't, but it was, a, it was a 5,000 to one long shot that's never going to be seen again. It's a great story, and they do have heart, and they were great. That's absolutely fine. But you can't, you can't just sit, sit there and talk about the Millwall team and say, if you show a little... Look, we all love a tackle. We all love players that run through brick walls. We love people that, that that fight for the badge. But we'd not... You cannot, at this level, with the Championship becoming a Premier League 2, you cannot just say, if you go out there with a bit of heart, you've got a chance. Because it doesn't matter. You have to be better on the ball. Your ability has to be better. And we don't have the... Why do you think... I know Fleming's been poor for the most of the season, and I've given him a lot of abuse. Someone with ability yesterday in Fleming looked up our best player because he was willing to actually try and willing to get on the ball and try and make things happen. You know what I was saying? No, if but you, he's, got the, he's try, got the quality to do it. He's got the quality to do it. The other players don't. Denor has the quality. Cooper um, has not the yesterday. Quality. No, Jake Mickey, Jake Cooper does not have the quality to be a ball playing centre back in the championship. He just doesn't. He, he doesn't need to be a ball player because there's other players right around him who can run with a ball, who can play forward with a ball. Give the ball to but, them. But what I'm saying is, is that when you're playing. <laughs> Harding, Cooper and Tanganga. Tanganga because he's not played hardly any football. Harding because he's just, well, we're realising he's just not very good. And Jake Cooper because he's not a ball-playing centre-back. You give the ball to them. Why do you think we keep going sideways? Because none of them really know what to do with it. I would say on that point with Bailey, I don't think we are necessarily in a relegation battle. We are getting dangerously close to being in a relegation battle. But the way to get out of it is to say to your players and say to the squad and those that are going out in the 11, whatever day, wherever you're playing, the opponent, you have to try and find a way of sticking to what our strengths are. I'm not saying we've got to lump it up for 40, for 45 minutes and then do it again for the second half. What I'm saying is, that- is it... What What? Didn't I say that basically you just got to find what what the players can do and just stick to that? It's just if you've got heart and passion to go out and just. But heart and passion, heart and passion don't make you make you a better team, though. It doesn't. You've got to have footballing ability at this level. The the championship is not. It's it's a it's a league where it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And having heart and ability will get you through in a couple of games. It really, really will. 
but the majority I of mean, them you're going to get found out by skill. I mean, Bailey says, I really think we're overacting, we're overreacting here. We look naive at points, but we were we were as good as them over the whole game yesterday, and they will get top six. I I, I can't agree with that. That I, I think. I, I think... Gone. I think there's an overreaction in the sense of the, the relegation. I know it's tight and I know the points are getting closer, but there's a lot of teams in between us and the bottom three. We've got to play a lot of them. I, I think it, we don't, we can't be panicking just yet, but there is a lot to be said about the way that we are going about trying to win games of football because at the moment it's just not working. Yeah, no, look, uh, I don't disagree with you. It's not working, but there's a reason for it not working. And we, what, you know, is that, is that psychologically they're just they're, so they're not there they're just down just, just out of interest how many times have we we said on this podcast and I, and I've got um uh Keenwood football coach a lot a lot of time obviously George Savile yesterday he looks like I George don't Savile, think, doesn't he <laughs> he does a bit or I Ryan don't Woods. think I don't think George Savile had a particularly good game yesterday I really don't think he had a good game yesterday, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't. That doesn't mean that he wasn't trying. He just the game was just passing him by. It, it, mm. I, I just I don't know. I, I just think that there's a lot of people that have got a lot to say about football. Everyone's entitled to their opinions, one hundred percent. But for me, providing mm. that we don't keep slipping down the table. Come the summer and come the rebuild under Joe Edwards, there are a lot of players in this team that are going to be either shown the door or they're going to be look, we're going to look to move them on and sell them. That's what because this is then, what Kane Kane says. Look, Kane Wood says football coach. I don't know why I read out your whole name there, fella, but yeah, yeah. Ant was right. Um, he's playing his style now, so we don't so we don't start poorly next season and he can identify who stays and goes in January. No point tearing up his style. No point tearing up his style and going back to square one in August. I've just sent Antler uh, um, the link to see if it comes because I'd be interested to see what what other views he's got. He's put some in there, but I'd be interested to see what you know his are because we are very we are very blinkered to a degree. Do you know what I mean? We you know he I mean, can he come said on and earlier, say actually your players were right. We need Millwall he... type player. What? Sorry, Danny. Right, we get ruined over this all the time. When me and Omar used to sit there and go, "We need a Millwall type player." Just what is a Mill? I know you sort of briefly there, but what is a Millwall type player? Anyway, look, just do that. I'll come through your comments. I'm going to bring um, Ant. Obviously, he um, he made a comment. Ant runs. And he basically does what we do, but he does it called for a podcast called Hull and Back. Um, and again, we've done a, a joint show of him for the preview before um, this game on Saturday. But and be interested to get your thoughts on on obviously the game yesterday and um, something what you said on your chat about you know you can see what style he wants to play, but the players aren't good enough to play that style because it seems to have, have resonated with a few of the um, the viewers in the comments. So. Um, yeah, let's have an unbiased opinion of um, of what you thought about our uh, our team yesterday. Yeah, well, I thought the first half, I thought we kind of blew you out of the water for the first 30 minutes or so, but we faded in, faded towards the end of the first half and the second half, Millwall came out a completely different side. I thought you caused us a lot of issues and probably 
would have been worth a point in the end. Um, but you can tell there's the similarities to Millwall at the minute to when we were at the start with Rosinia, where he's asking the players to play an entirely new style of football. And it's that tr- that little bit of transition in between where they're so used to one thing and now they're being asked to make riskier decisions. You know, it's the decision making in the fact in the in, in, in the moment that's the problem, not the system that I've always said, because we still make mistakes now. I mean, there's been a couple of times this season where our goalkeeper or Seri's made a, you know, the pass has been too short and a, and a player latches onto it and scores. But at the end of the day, that sort of comes with time. It just depends on how much time you're willing to give said manager. Uh, and then also there's, there's the other flip side of it is, realistically, if you've got players in the team that, that can't play the style they're being asked to play, they will be shifted out and replaced with other players, as we've done over the last few windows. But like at the end of the day, it depends who you're recruiting because that style of football, the kind of players that you want to do that are usually your top end market players that are going to cost quite a bit. So realistically, how much time is Edwards going to get to try and find a gem from a lower league or, you know, a lone player from the Premier League that, that can, because I mean, Tanganga for me, I thought he was actually quite good. Um, I thought he was one of Millwall's very few decent players in the first half. Um, but, like you say, I I can see both sides of the argument because I've been I've been saying the comments. It's been a really interesting discussion between you both because I do I do get confidence does have a lot to play with it. I think if you've got centre halves that have never been asked to play short play out from the back style of football before, it is is a tough ask for them. But I do also think that they can be converted into that, and they should be able to be converted into that as a professional footballer, as we've seen with some of our players. We never thought we'd be able to do this style of play, i.e., Louis Coyle, who I actually think's become a better player because of it um you know he was arguably our second choice right back for a long time but then since the 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 change in systems he's he's actually now probably one of the first names on the team sheet and has really adapted really worked hard at trying to get into the system and 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 become a better player for it so i suppose it just comes down to patience just just out of interest and you you one thing you said there was about um it's important that if players are not able to play a system, they're, they're probably shipped out because the manager is going to play his his style of football and he's going to get players that can do the things that he wants to do. Um, if I'm right, I think um, your manager's first job was against us, I believe, yeah. at the Den. Um, out of interest, how many of the players that would have played around that time are still in your squad or it would be in your matchday squad? Very Roughly. few. And that's Three? that's the answer I, I expected you to give because what he's found yeah. he's found that there's a the couple that can play in the system probably are still around, but the ones that can't play in the system have been shifted out for players that can because he's obviously identified and seen that you know there's a you know he wants them to play a certain way and for us and my side of it is that we've got too many players that cannot play the way that Joe Edwards wants us to play, and unfortunately we've we're at a position where, you know, there's fans that are getting on his back already. You've stuck with um, Rosinia and it's now paying dividends because you're fighting at the right end of the league. Yeah, but he has been backed quite substantially mm. in, in transfer windows, which is probably yes, a, a big difference. Um, How much spent this window? This window, we've not actually spent that much, um, which is quite surprising. The, the players we've brought in have primarily been loans. Um, I think we've spent... One and a half million on Panda, the goalkeeper, who I imagine is waiting for the opportunity to start. Um, and we spent just over two million, I think, on the the, the Turkish international um, Abdush Erma. But the others have been loans. So Giles is a loan, Cavalio is a loan. 
So Rory's alone. Um, who was the other lad that we brought in? Billy Sharp was for free from the MLS. Um, David Ohio's alone. So it's 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 utilising the loan market well because we did lose, obviously, Scott Twine and Ruben Vinagra were on loan and we sent them back because um, Twine wasn't getting played in his actual position and we didn't really get a Scott Twine that we expected to get. And we replaced him with Fabio Cavallio. So I feel, I feel like we we'll probably hit upgrade there. But um, it's... Yeah, we've not actually spent that much, and, and we sold um, Ali R for two million. So it, on on the on the basis of things, when you look at our ingoings and outgoings, we've actually probably done quite okay. Your wind has been phenomenal, just as an outsider. Yeah, you look it's, at the players, it's been so... mad. Do you know what? It, it's been mad when you see us linked with some of these players, and you just think, like, when they first mentioned the Fabio Valio link, and it's like, there's no way in hell he's ever coming to Hull City. Never. Like surely not. I think there was a couple of Premier League teams in for him, Leeds and Southampton, Leicester. They were all in for him as well. And I just somehow we just, our owners got that pull. I don't know how he does it. Um, I think sometimes I think Rosini has got a big part to do with it as well. I think he, he the way he speaks and the the ideology he wants to play, the style of play, the the the, the way he convinces players of, of his style of play and whatever. It, it just obviously works. And we <laughs> somehow managed to lure these. Premier League standard players in um, when, you know, two, three years ago we were in League One. It's crazy. Do you think your new um, your your new owner is just basically keyed that all forward? It's just brought a whole new re- reju- rejuvenated your team for you going forward. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's I mean, you don't shut up talking about him on the group. The thing is, is he's obviously um, I think what happens when you've got a football club, you need to have the fans, the players, management and owners all need to be on the same page and pulling in the same direction. And when when there's a little bit of discrepancies between the two, that's where issues come with us. The new owners come in after the previous regime have been absolutely horrible. He's come. I mean, he's been absolutely fantastic, backed up at every single thing, claim he's made and better, like taking fans on holiday, all this kind of stuff, paying for away travel, bringing in a fan favourite manager that's got a connection to the club, um, you know, backing the manager with signings, but being smart about it, not putting the financial safety of the club at risk. Um, it's just you feel good factors back. We had nine, 10,000 attendants at one point and he's brought 20k attendances back to the stadium. The city just is all together. And I think because of the way that the enthusiasm he has for the the, the sport, that the way he's taken the, the the city under his wing and connected with the local people, it's just it's all added to one culminating of this positive atmosphere that quite clearly players want to be a part of. I mean, there's players that have literally been interviewing saying, "I want to go to that club." That's how we ended up signing this Irma. It, like the, his club wanted him to stay domestically, and he went, "No, I want to go to All City. That's where I want to go right now. I want to go play over there." And that's why we ended up signing him. So. It's 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 refreshing to be a part of, especially when you're looking at clubs like Reading and that are their situations at the minute. Just out of interest, just on a completely different subject, but uh, a player that links the two of us in Ryan Longman. Um, mm. uh, I think he's been hit and miss for us. But my one thing I've been banging on about is that you shipped out Ryan Longman to us on loan and then brought in, I believe, Jaden Philogene shortly mm. after. It was around the same kind of time. So you've got rid of a player to bring in that that quality i mean this is probably going to seem like a really stupid question but i assume that ryan longman has no hope of a future at hull anymore no not all i mean he's just been the 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 quality of our team since getting promoted from the championship has just been slowly upgraded every season and there's some players that 
a leftover from that sort of League One slash Alamera that they're just nowhere near the standard anymore. That if we if we want to be a side that's pushing for promotion to the Premier League, they're just not good enough. And I feel like with Longman, we signed him and he was only 20, I think, when we signed him, 2021. Um, he was only a young player. He came in his first six months on loan. He was fantastic. He really was. Um, we, we signed him for, I think it was 700k or something like that. And we all thought that was an absolute bargain. And then after he signed permanently, he just his form just dropped off a cliff and he never really recovered. But I do also think that it was the system. I think he's lying to himself when he says he's a winger slash striker because he's not. I think his best position is a wing back. We played three five two with Keen Lewis Potter on one wing back and, and Longman on the other. And he was fantastic in that role. That was the six month period where he's on loan. And then we switched to a four three three and put him up as a winger. Um and that's when his form dropped. So I do think that he's a wing back. Um, but he's just he's not he's nowhere near the standard. I mean, we preferred to play centre midfielders out on the wing than play him there. Um, I was very surprised that he went to a championship club on loan. I genuinely thought he'd be League One, League Two. Um, I'm, I'm not, I don't know why you guys gambled on him. I can't imagine he's doing very well at the minute. Um, but he did. I, I, I believe he made a comment um, when he went, not long after he joined you guys. I think he played really well, didn't he, for his first couple of games, and he scored or something. Mm-hmm. And he made a comment to the press or something, saying like, "Oh, this is what happens when you're not told that you have to pass it backwards when you get into that it's sort of take a dig at Rosinia." And that's when you kind of know that he's, he's realistically he's never going to come back here. You can't you can't sort of nail your coffin like that. It's just it's just interesting that that you're, the comment that I'm taking from that is is that you're amazed that we took a gamble on him and you thought he'd yeah. be a League One player. That that to me is is everything from someone from his parent club. Um, yeah. You've summed yeah. it up what a lot of us um, think. I've been about thinking him. for a while. Yeah, I mean to be fair, it's quite a few of our players we probably think that we've done. Really. I mean. Joe, you know, with Joe Bryan as well, mate. Joe Bryan is a um, is another one who, you know, to me, I think he's just biding his time so that he can get a coffee fucking sponsorship rather than uh, <laughs> a football playing, you know, career. Um, I know he's been around for good and he was in and he was there, but yeah, we're um, we're questioning that. I mean, if anyone's got any questions, they want to put to um, there. We there we go. Look, Dave Clark's coming. Um, so I'll ask you the same question about Longman, but with um, Honeyman. I mean, what's your your thoughts on on Honeyman? Could, I mean, Dave Clark's basically said pretty much the same with um, with Honeyman, isn't it? Oh, that, that surprises me because we really liked Honeyman. Um, he actually got clapped, which was quite refreshing, really, because even though they've been good for us, we tend to boo opposition fans. Uh, but he, yeah, players, sorry, and he came on and I just got a nice little round of applause. But Honeyman was arguably our best player for two or three years, even in the championship. Um, I think if you play him in his right role, which I think is like a box to box midfielder, you get the best out of him. He's creative. He got 14 assists for us um, in the League One season. I mean, his set pieces have been really good. Um, he's tenacious, he's, he's full of energy, and he'll run for 9600 minutes, whatever the game is. Um, but if you ask him to play out wide or you ask him to play a, a position where he's, he's more attacking, I think you lose a bit of him because he does like to uh, chuck a couple of challenges. And I, I thought he played well when he came on against us, to be fair. You know, he was he was a bit bitey, broke our play up and um, he looked a real nuisance for us. But it's quite surprising that um, that Honeyman's not really kicked on at Millwall. But I, I, I imagine he's been played out, out of position quite a while. Yeah, I think you're probably right there to a degree. Um, one other question before I let you go, um, and is... Um, what the fuck is up with your pitch? Oh, God. No, it's it's a whole thing. It's 
So we shared our stadium with the with the rugby rugby club, um, Hull FC. And last season, you've got two teams playing on at the same time. It doesn't have much time to recover. Um, so then our season starts, and we've been playing on it obviously every, every two weeks or whatever. And it's got to a point now where it, you know, really bad winter. There was a lot of rain up here. Um, it's just it's just in the state. And then obviously the the rugby's starting again now, so it's only going to get worse from now to the start of the season. It is an issue that. Rosini has raised because the style of player that we want to play, we need a pitch that's decent and it's really not. Um, so the ownership have come out. They did um, a live event with one of the local uh, paper events that they did. They're completely relaying the pitch in summer, which is nice, but doesn't help us this season. So they're spending one and a half million on a brand new pitch in summer. So it'll be nice next season. <laughs> uh, but but this season, no, it's not doing as many favours. It it's torrid at the minute, really is. So Bailey's thrown a question in for your last question before we let you go, mate, right? And it's quite an interesting one, and it'll be good to see mm. what your, your thoughts are. Bailey's question is, how many players that we have would you sign for Hull? That is a good question. Um, I like Fleming. I thought he looked good. Um, and I think... Uh, I think I did, if I did the learn players count. I did like the look of Tanganga. He did look a, a, a beast going forwards as well. Um, but the midfielder, what's he, number 20? Is he 24? He looked a decent lacquer as well. Who's that? That's Denor, Denor, isn't it? Denor. Yeah. Denor There's and no, Fleming, I think, were really good. There's no surprise whatsoever that the two players that you pick are probably the two players that most other fans of other clubs <laughs> would pick in, in our yeah. team. And a, and a lone player, which there's not even us. So. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised at all that they're the ones that you picked, really. No, nor mine, nor mine. I don't think and... list, I don't think our listeners would be either. They're probably thinking, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, and nodding along and agreeing, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, they probably are. But yeah, but look, and thanks for jumping on, fella. Um, it's a pleasure as always. Um, we will get to see you with something we're planning um, soon, talking more about championship, but that's um, early stage. But yeah, thank you very much for short yeah. notice jumping on. Much appreciated, fella. Yeah, and, no yeah, worries, thanks, mate. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the viewing. It was, it was good being in the. <laughs> it was a very entertaining watch. <laughs> you can go back in the viewing now. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. <laughs> no worries, fella. Thanks very much, mate. Speak to yeah. you. Thanks, mate. Cheers, good mate. luck for the rest of the season, lad. See you later. Thanks, yeah, fella. you too. Cheers, mate. Bye, bye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.